0: Conversations
1: Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Backyard Conversation. Here we aim to talk about hard questions and topics that are related to youth and young adults. So if you like what you hear and see, please hit that like and subscribe and share. That it's going to help us out a lot. So, yep, you know who
2: is here with us. We got a new setup today, so Kevin's yeah. not. Kevin's not on the couch with us. Uh, Sorry, but he's out uh, right here on the side. You can see. I'm him. Still here. Yeah, you can say hi.
0: What's going on, guys? Okay. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, sir. give us a like.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so,
1: um, what's today's topic? So we're gonna be hitting uh, a little bit of mental health, um, and I guess what we're gonna call this is: what do I do when I feel like giving up? um and don't give up don't give don't up know. just <laughs> yeah. when you feel like giving up don't just give up. don't give up yeah and we're gonna be talking about uh discouragement um so yeah um i think that we have all experienced discouragement at one point whether it's in a relationship life jobs uh you know that feeling where you're like oh my god this is gonna be the best thing ever and then you sh- you end up like there and it's not <laughs> so in some way we have all experienced Some sort of discouragement Discouragement from other people Expectations that we have That are not reliable I guess And they're not um, They're not genuine and, and they don't hold We don't we can't even hold certain Expectations that we, we have Yep Like if we are, ourselves Are not able to hold those expectations Then I feel like we shouldn't expect Other people to as well but anyways, yeah, we're going to be talking about discouragement. So have you guys ever felt discouragement? Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. I,
2: I, I, think, I think you're probably lying if you say you haven't been discouraged. I mean, everybody's been discouraged at some point in some
1: area of their life. So, Yeah. And, and there, there's a good reference in the Bible, actually, in Nehemiah uh i think it's uh chapter four where they're trying to rebuild the wall so that is a good example of when somebody starts with like a hundred percent and then midway they give up and then what do you do like how do you get encouragement again so um i think that one thing that i was discouraged is i guess ministry
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i definitely was too (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) yeah for sure most definitely you know, Kevin, uh, Kevin, you have you were frustrated. I don't know what with ministry. I know you. Oh were. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, most definitely. Yeah, because it it came to a point where, you know, I mean, I gave I gave my all, my all to the to the people, to the to the people I was serving to the church, uh, and I'm like, man, I'm giving you my all. I'm giving you my time. I'm I was putting in my own money, trying to make things right, trying to do things right, and in the end, uh, it was just. I wasn't getting the response I wanted from either people nor the response I wanted in my own goals. like I accomplished something or I did something. And yeah, man, I was just like, nah, I don't want to do this no more, but I think it's normal. Mm -hmm. And if, if, if you just started going to church, you're like, you're a new believer. Just know that, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a certain season in the, the new Christians life, uh, called the fresh love, the new love, the first love. Yeah. Uh, and that first love is the moment where you're all in it. You know you're loving what you're doing. You're, you're you're giving your all. You're um you're serving. You know I love Jesus. I love God. I just want to keep going. I just want to serve the Lord. But trust me, and this is not me trying to put you down. This is me just being real. There comes a point where you get tired because you're yeah. like you're like God. I'm putting so much in. I'm giving it in my all, and you're really not seeing the answer that you want. But that's why we're talking about this because going happen
1: uh so oh here, and by the way
2: if you want to hear more about that kevin's experience like that watch his testimony yeah
1: you can watch his testimony but but it's good that you're you're mentioning this and i want to i want to read this real quick um the people quickly rebuilt the first half of the wall around jerusalem until it reached half its height because they worked hard with all their hearts so when we do things out of our heart like, you know, you know, when you first become a believer, yeah, you have all the good intentions. You yeah. have all these, you know, good things that are, are coming from your heart. Like it's, you know, it's it's something that comes out of you that you want to serve everywhere. And ultimately, like you said, if you're not careful with that, it's good that you, you feel that way. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing, actually. You just have to learn how to manage it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so your heart is only going to take you. Halfway, if you want to call it in this story in Nehemiah, it only took the people halfway to rebuild that wall. so in order for you to continue going in ministry and in life in general, this is not even related to ministry it's in life in general you need something bigger than 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 yourself you know you need to you need to have a cost that goes beyond your capacity you need to yeah. have a cost that goes beyond your ability to the point where you have to start relying on the holy spirit and relying on the father because if you rely on your heart your heart is only going to take you to a certain point your heart is only going to take you halfway in a good day yeah we all got bad days we 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 do we do we do so um yeah you just have to know the fact that if you start relying on your heart if you start relying on your feelings to kick something off you're 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 gonna give up it's like we can actually talk about this and be real like this podcast like we're just getting started and we have what three months two months in Mm -hmm. uh we've been pushing you know um uh, uh some videos and shorts and um if we look at like the views and all that, and we concentrate on that, I'm pretty sure we're gonna feel discouraged. Yeah, <laughs> and even in the comments, like some of the comments that that we get. But when we know that this is this, this is beyond us, like this this has to do with the kingdom of God. This has to do with with blessing other people, with blessing, you know, our our followers. Um, so yeah we actually pray we we you know we study, we prepare during the week uh for some of these uh conversations that we have, so we rely on the Holy Spirit to guide us and um as well as you know the scripture, so yeah, your heart is only gonna take you so far, yeah, and we're just like we're just
2: your everyday guys, I mean we got work and lives and wives, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin's about to be married soon, um you know, we got other stuff to keep track of and then you know we got this on the side that we're trying to make happen and we really gotta we we gotta put in a lot of effort to make we this happen not. and like you know if, like he's like you're saying if if we're just relying on our own strengths or if we're just looking at the views and and all that as validation i'm i'm for sure like yeah we, we're, we're not gonna make it far that way yeah you know?
0: and i'm glad that uh i'm glad it's it's three of us doing it because <laughs> if one of us is like, man, I, I don't, I don't feel like doing this. The other two are there to say, you know what? No, we got to keep going. We're doing right. We're growing. Um, you know, part of this is because, uh, even though there are, we've seen some negativity or <laughs> <laughs> a negative response of what we do, but we've also seen the positivity. We've seen people say, you know, I, I'm watching you guys and it's helping me. It's helping me learn. It's helping me grow. We've seen some good comments. Um, but I think it's all about, like you said, it's all about the view. It's all about what we look at, what we focus on, and why we're doing it. Uh, I think, uh, and I, I always say, it, you know, there's probably somebody on the other side of the screen that probably hasn't liked the video, hasn't shared, hasn't commented hasn't on none of this, but God is speaking to them. Yeah. yeah. You know, Amen. that's that's just the way, that's the way I view it. You know, some somebody there is being blessed.
1: Yeah. So if you feel discouraged, here is one of the number one reasons why you might be feeling discouraged. In Nehemiah, we see this in this story about rebuilding the wall. And if you haven't read that story, it's literally Nehemiah 4. uh, And you can start in verse 6, but I would encourage you to read the whole story so that you can get the background. But um, one of the reasons why the people gave up and decided to stop building the wall, which this this was a, a a critical moment for the people of God because it's basically basically proclaiming the land and proclaiming you know uh, the city. Um, so it, it it's important. It's a cultural move. It's a it's a big switch. Uh, they were enslaved and now they have the freedom to go back and. Now they start building and they give up. And one of the number one reasons, one of the first reasons that the Bible uh, tells us um, is fatigue. You become overworked. You become tired. And this is common where we, uh, you know, like you said, when we come to ministry or when we start a business, or when you start uh, YouTube or podcast, you go at it at a thousand percent and you don't measure Yourself, you don't measure, you know, your energy, your time wisely, mm-hmm. and you need to have some sort of balance. Like we actually have to balance all of these things. That we have to balance wife, uh, marriage, kids, uh, job, full time jobs. They're n- we're n- we're not doing part time. We have to balance full time ministry. We all have to, you know, balance all of these things, and we have to ask God for guidance and rely on the Holy Spirit to you know give us the ability to use our time wisely. So the number one reason why you may be discouraged is because you're overworked.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you might be doing it to yourself. Because I can relate to that because uh I guess I'm gonna <laughs> I'll say this. I ha- I tried to do a YouTube channel uh years ago. I was like seventeen. Ah. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Uh <laughs> And I overworked myself so much. It was with a friend of mine, but um, he wasn't doing any work. It was all me. Everything was me. Editing, you know, recording, figuring out how we were going to do it. Like, ideas. I think that's the only thing he really pitched in was a few ideas. But everything else was me. I was learning how to try to edit the videos and, like, the thumbnails and all that. And he wasn't doing nothing. And so I was putting this all on myself. And I was, obviously, it was, like, cool and fun at first. But then after a while, I got fatigued. I got tired. Yeah. I was like, yo. <laughs> I'm tired of doing <laughs> all this work myself. I'm here on my computer for like hours and I want to do other stuff, you know. And that was before I even had to pay bills or even like, you know, work full time. You know, I yeah. was just getting tired. And what when it happened is that, you know, I I stopped. I stopped doing it. Never uploaded another video. Joey, Joey would have been big. No, bro. Joey, I, don't, I don't think it would have worked. Joey would have been big.
0: <laughs> He would have been famous now yo, with all these trends and TikTok and uh, all these people looking at crazy stuff. Heck yeah, He would have been famous.
1: I, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. That you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the, but the thing is that when you become tired, you open up a door and it's called weakness. Um, so technically speaking, you're not able to function the right way. Like your mind can only go to a certain extent. Uh, and that's, that's, that's something, too, that um, I guess when you're battling with sin and you feel discouraged and you feel fatigued, you feel tired, we all have that that one sin that we, like, have tried everything and, like, you know, you have to go the extra mile to eventually overcome. And you get to a point where you give up. And when you become fatigued, you open that door where your mind stops working the way it should, I guess, and and, and you're more vulnerable to to be open to give into things right that that are gonna eventually harm you so you need to um we need to be very careful you know when we are tired when we become fatigued um because we we can fall into temptation we can fall into um a minute of satisfaction uh, of doing something dumb or you know a day of satisfaction of doing something dumb so when we become tired um you know we, we we open that door so one of the things that i tell some of my my you know my close friends is like um when they're struggling with certain things is like how's your sleeping schedule gotcha. like how many how many hours are you sleeping and most of the time it's like um i don't know i'm like you should probably look into it because that has a lot to do with how your day goes yeah because if you're only getting True. four hours of sleep and you got to wake up and deal with all of this, you know, life. Uh huh. That'd be me sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah but you have saying. your valid reasons. I mean, you have to wake up. You yeah. have a full-time job. Some people do it just because they're stuck on their phones. That is true.
2: Yeah, no, I, I do it because I got to wake up at four in the morning to go to work. All right. And I just can't. I just have a rough time going to sleep early.
0: It's not because I'm on my phone, though. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got I got uh, I got two full-time jobs.
2: Yeah, no. This man, Kevin, are uh, you on something yeah, else? I, I got
0: I got two full-time jobs. Coming out of one job, I go straight into the other, and then I get home at like around 12, just enough time to take a shower and you know, do, do a prayer and go to bed. Sleep like four, if I'm lucky, five hours if I get out early, but uh, to a certain extent, uh, it has to do also with uh, the intention, uh, why you're doing it, like you said, why you're doing it. Because if you're lacking in rest just for uh, technology or just because you want to look at videos or just for entertainment... Uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna find yourself very fatigued. And you're gonna find yourself dealing with things, uh, in a way that you probably shouldn't be dealing with. It kind of like uh, that now that we're talking about sleep, um, imagine you guys sleeping only two hours and then functioning for the next three days with not no sleep. Right. You, you can't function. You, you know you you're gonna be like a zombie. You know you're not you're you're gonna feel so woozy, so weary, because your body itself is asking for some rest. So if your physical body itself needs rest to function your your spiritual body also needs rest your spiritual body also needs that rest that that uh that power or that or that strength to function as well and your mind your mind is a powerful thing if you didn't know your mind is a very powerful thing your mm-hmm. brain itself is a powerful thing you know the if you think about it the brain named itself like no other organ in the body named itself the brain named itself like <laughs> like i'm sorry the brain named itself and then uh the uh, dealing with that, your brain is the reason, the source or the center of how your body functions, how your how your daily life happens, how your weeks happen, how everything about you happens. If your brain itself needs a physical rest, I believe that your spiritual mind also needs the rest. You need to find a way to relieve all that stress, to relieve all that weight, especially all that weight. Um, there's actually a verse in the Bible, first uh, Peter five, seven, it says, give all your worries and your cares your worries, not just not just not, not just the things that keep you up probably at night, or not not the things that are heavy on your mind, but what you care about too. Just those things that you care about, those things that you know that matter in your life. Cast those worries and those cares to God. Mm-hmm. It says, For he cares about you. So like God cares that you rest. God cares about that. And um I I grew up in a church where they told me that I needed to stay up and pray at night, like as a kid. So they called the Levihilia. I was a kid. Yeah, they told oh, me that yeah, even yeah. if I didn't go to church, like even if I didn't go to Levihilia at church, I was supposed to practice that at home myself. And most of the time, they would, like, I would, I would think about it. I'd be like, yo, why, why am I going to stay up at night? <laughs> and, like, I'm sleepy. Uh, like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure God is not going to get mad at me because I don't want to stay up at night and pray till 6 in the morning. I'm pretty sure God is not going to get mad at me. This verse makes sense. He cares about me because God cares about me. He don't want me to be weary he don't want me to be weak. He doesn't want me to be so fatigued, so stressed out. So, of course, God is going to put out a solution for us to relieve all of this. The problem is people don't know these solutions. So mm-hmm. yeah. what's, what's a good solution to deal with this? So fatigue,
1: if you're dealing with fatigue, the solution is um, it's, it's, it's easy. It's rest the solution is to rest my body start tracking your sleep how are you actually sleeping the you know the the amount of sleep that you're supposed to be sleeping um how are you managing your time like like i was saying if matter of fact i'll give you a challenge right now go to your settings and go to your screen time like how much hours how many time are you spending on your phone on social media that you're probably doing before going to bed and You should be sleeping instead of doing that. So the answer to being fatigued is rest your body. Um, And you you can find this in Psalms uh, 127 too um, as well. I like this verse. It says, it is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. So God wants to give us rest. And like you were saying, Kevin, it's not only like physical rest, it's spiritual rest as well. So in order for you to, you know, defeat fatigue, you need to rest. Mm -hmm. It's as easy as that. Give yourself a chance to rest. I like the verse that says, I don't remember which word it
2: is, but the one that is basically, he's like, leave tomorrow's problems for tomorrow because today's are enough. Right. Yeah. Like you got to let you give yourself the chance to just like clear your mind. You know, just, yes, it's there, but leave it for when it's time.
1: Yeah, and th- there's another verse, too, that says, um, what, what, what is worrying going to do for you? Yeah. What is worry adding on to your life? You can worry all the time and all, 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 all you know, all, every day, but what is it actually doing? What fruits is it bring in? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yep. But it's keeping your mind busy. It's keeping your mind cluttered. And right. I think that the enemy wants to do that to your life. So so when you're tired, when you fatigue, when you're fatigued, you open room for worry to come in. And now you can't function because you're so worried about tomorrow when you can't even enjoy the meal that you're having today. You can't even enjoy the job that you have today. You're so worried about, you know, having a better future, which you should be. But... Not to an extent where it starts consuming you and it doesn't allow you to function the way you should function on a daily basis. Yeah, you still so, got to be
2: able to appreciate what you have now. Yeah. You know, what you still have now. Like, look at what you have now. Even though, you know, you want a better future. Look at what the the, the small good things that you still do have right. in this
0: moment. Yeah. Know? Some people, some people it's crazy because they go on vacation and while they're on vacation, they're thinking about work. And their problems and their bills and all that and then when they're at work they're thinking about taking a vacation and going out and trying to relax and then uh some people are like man i can't wait till i get home so i can, so I can go sleep because i'm tired but then they get home and they don't sleep they do other stuff and then they go back to work and they're like man i'm sleepy i want to go back home i want to sleep so it's like an endless and i know so many people that do that i know so many people that when i talk to them they're always tired always tired and then yeah. i come to an i took i just come to a conclusion like I think you go to sleep, but you don't rest and you try to relax and you still don't rest and Mm -hmm. you come to church and you say, you know, Lord, you're my everything until today. He's not your rest. So Mm. what's something's going on, something's going on. And, (laughs) but that's the thing. People don't see the spiritual side of it. People don't, people think, focus on, no, it's because I'm focused gold. It's because I need to work. It's because of this, but there's a difference between worrying so much and being so focused goal. It's like, if you're worried, you're constantly thinking about it. It's getting you nowhere. It's getting you desperate. It's, it's it's taking your focus away from things. If you're if your goal focus, you're different. You balance it all. You have a time to move on. You have a time to grow in that goal. You have time to uh, to rest. You have time to uh, take a break. Not everything is about working and pushing, but um, some people need to need to focus on that that spiritual side. <laughs> they do. They yeah.
2: Do. No, and they don't. They, they, what you're saying, they don't. They they try to rest. They try to relax but they don't give themselves the chance. Like they don't let themselves just let go. They go to sleep worried. They go on vacation worried. Yeah. You know, they they go to their 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 hangout with their friends worried. Right. Thinking about, "Oh, wait, what what's going to happen at work tomorrow?" Like Right. You got to clear your mind.
0: You know, I had to do I'm sorry. I had to do one thing. It it might seem so simple to some people, but for those those that don't know, I'm a mechanic. That's what I do for a living. So I fix trucks. I I found myself going home, and before going to bed, watching mechanic videos. Like, watching people fix <laughs> trucks and engines and all of that stuff. But I, I found out that was stopping me from actually stop thinking about work. And it was harder for me to go to sleep. So I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stop doing that. I think when I go home, I'm going to stop worrying about anything that has to do with a truck or a car. And I'm, I'm just home. I, I just want to relax at home. And ever since I stopped doing that, I was able to go to sleep earlier. I was mm-hmm. able to go to sleep faster. And I felt more ready to go to work the next day. So... Uh, I That that was just a small aspect about me that I had to stop doing that allowed me to rest. It's just something simple as that.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that you mentioned something very important. You need to allow God to be your rest. Mm-hmm. So um,
2: actually give your worries away. Like actually.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And even Jesus, you know, take my yoke jesus has that verse yeah. where it's like it's light and um, easy and easy to carry so the, the here's the thing it's as lovely. well yeah, i want to so take it into into a deeper you know uh a conversation is that when you don't handle fatigue the right way your rest is going to become alcohol your rest is going to become weed because it's going to relax you it's going to give you that mm-hmm. nice break um and when in reality what you need is it's just literally physical rest and, and mentally like you need to rest rest on the promises of god yep. rest on you know the fact that god takes care of the lilies god takes care of the birds what makes you think he's not going to take care of you
2: yeah and i think another thing is that we need to remember that who who's in control like if if you know if we're really doing these things if all these things that we're worried about where where is the control really placed? Whose strength is it that's really getting this done? Right. Right. You know, like, like, is, it, uh, is it is it mine? Is this why I'm getting so. Yeah. So uh, uh, um, fatigued because I'm trying to put all my strength or am I forgetting that it's actually ultimately God. Right. That's going to make this happen and I can do everything I want. But at the end of the day, it's really him. Right, you know. So sometimes I think if we remind ourselves who's really in control, who's in charge, who's really fighting the fight for us, mm-hmm. that alone can really that for me that really helped me. Mm-hmm. Remembering like man, like I forget sometimes that even though I'm trying so hard for my future, for my future career or whatever, that really it's God doing all this. Right, you know. If I'm putting an application for a job and I really don't feel qualified, remember, it's not you. It's, it's God. God. God's right. going to get that job for you. It's not yeah. you. You can do all you want and that, that can get you to a certain point. But at the end of the day, us as Christians, God is on our side and he's the one that fights the battles for us. Mm-hmm. Right? He's the one that does the impossible, you know? And so remembering that kind of really put me at ease. Like, I don't need to have it all together. I don't need to have the perfect resume
1: or the perfect, you know, skills or, or whatever yeah and and i I think having a sense of reality will help you too because we tend to want things quick so like we want things quick so we rush and we do everything you know and then we end up frustrated and that's Mm -hmm. the second yeah that's the second point i
2: was gonna say that kind of ties into the second one yeah
1: so when when you want things quick you want you want everything Amazon Prime time. You <laughs> want yeah. that next day. You want you want the healthy relationship. Then the the next day, when in reality it takes years to build healthy relationships. You want you want a hundred thousand million whatever million dollars you want in your uh, bank account. When it takes years to mm-hmm. actually uh, build wealth, um, the chances of you becoming rich from day to night is very 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 small. It's like point zero 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 yeah. zero zero It, it doesn't happen. It's <laughs> rare the the um the people that are that that they become rich it's the people who work hard and make wise decisions during the time i mean if and and here's where i learned that um and some some people might not like him some people may like him i'm not sure um i take what is good but i listen to a lot of dave ramsey (laughs) in his podcast about finance and uh about you know certain situations and 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 stuff like that and it's crazy how many people jump into trying to live a lifestyle that they can't afford yeah that's true so it's like you want everything you want the gucci back the next day you want the all the jordans when in reality you don't have the money to be buying that stuff and you end up tired because you're trying to maintain a lifestyle that you can't afford and then you end up frustrating. Yep. You you end up frustrated. Yeah. I think that's a lot of people
2: that are like in poverty yeah like a lot of people that live in the projects or something they want to have the nice jordans like their favorite rapper or not, something like that
1: not, not even that i feel like some people <laughs> some some people that i've known that i'm like oh man like you rocking you know 600 dollars shoes and a 500 belt and you work at mcdonald's and <laughs> yeah 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 but then i'm like wait your job doesn't match
2: yeah. like your your fit no yeah i'm saying it applies there too like it, there's always these people that, like, they don't make enough to be supporting the kind of lifestyle that they're trying to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't have the patience to just wait until they and do work. have, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Put in the work that is required to, you uh, know, I'm, to get um,
0: there. i I'm getting to that point in life where what I buy, it's more about comfort <laughs> than what other people think of how it looks or what they think just in general. It's more, to me now, it's more about just as long as it's comfortable and it's good and it's decent then I'll get it. And it's crazy cuz uh I have coworkers that they uh they're like, "Kevin, I, like why 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 do you choose this rather than this? Like I know you'll make the money for it. Like, you know, you you you're going to look good. You're going to look good with it." I'm like, "No, my like, nah, cuz there's there's other things that I can use what I what I earn for. There's other things that I need to focus on. There's other things that matter more." And is it, and if people were to shift their focus from what people think about me to rather, what do I need? What do I really need to accomplish? What am I lacking in? Then people, they probably wouldn't be having stress. They probably wouldn't be having financial problems. Uh, I've been watching videos on TikTok about people saying, you know, it's crazy that I make 80 K a year and I live in a one bedroom apartment and I'm living check to check. And, and I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like 80 K a year. I'm like, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of check. And I was like, I, I think it matter. I think it's all going towards your lifestyle, where you choose to live, what you're buying. I don't think, and I'm sorry if some people disagree with me. I think it's impossible for somebody that's making above 50K in the U.S. to not be able to have somewhere to live, to not have some food, and not to have clothes. Now, listen, I'm not saying riches. I'm not saying, like, real expensive clothes, real expensive shoes. I'm talking about just having clothes. You have food to eat. You're able to get to work. You're able to have a place. Everybody can do that comfortably. The problem is, people have the money, but people are financially irresponsible. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, they want that one gadget they saw Ex- on TikTok. Yes, yeah,
0: exactly. Like you, you're like, oh, this is on special. It's five dollars. Oh, this two is on special. This two is on special. This two is on special. And in the end, you end up spending the same thing: 150, 200, 250. All of that was on special, but you still paid the same thing, and. Uh, I feel like if people were to stop themselves before they start buying before they start using their money, using their stuff and and uh they they think a little bit more ahead, then they wouldn't be stressing so much right now. Uh and and like we're talking about, we're saying about casting it all on God, you know, mm-hmm. giving it all to God, giving that worry to God uh and waiting. Waiting is a big thing, even financially, waiting is a big thing. Instead of you getting into debt for that $3,000 that you need for a car, save and wait, save and wait, save and wait. That at, at the end of the line, you never know that through all, all that waiting, it, it kind of like trains you to save instead of 3000 you save 4000 or you save 5000 you save 6000 But at the end of the day, the waiting trains you. It trains you to wait for other stuff, to get to another place, get something better. Waiting can get you far. Waiting can really get you far. Oh, yeah. And it's different when you're waiting on God. Because once you know how faithful God is, you'll wait and you'll say, God, I know you're going to respond. I know you're going to bring something. I know you're going to bless me. I know you're going to make a way. When you wait on yourself, that's a whole different story. (laughs) Because I've kind of given up on myself in many times because I'm like, man, I don't see nothing happening and I don't have the power to do it. But I've seen how the hand of God comes in and makes a way and does things. So that makes me in situation say, you know what, Lord, if you responded in that time and I had to wait and you did something, I know you could do it now.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that you need to be honest with yourself. It needs to get to a point where are you giving 100 percent? Like, are you are, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? And if you are, then enjoy the journey uh, because you can't be frustrated if you're putting in work and you're doing what you're meant to be doing. Just. Take 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 a small breather right now as you're listening to this and you're doing what you can. God will provide and God will open new doors. Mm-hmm. Just continue pushing and continue making moves. The key is to move so that you know you can get there eventually. Yeah. Um but in Nehemiah we see that the people started complaining and they said there's too much rubble, there's too many there's too much trash. And sometimes that happens in our lives where we become frustrated because there's too much rubble. There's too much trash. There there is unhealthy relationships. You can consider that trash and rubble. There is unhealthy habits. There is unhealthy actually unhealthy habits. Let me stop right there because kinda like Kevin was saying, like you 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 see a commercial and you want it. You see something on TikTok that's on sale and you want it. You go to Target. I'm sorry for all the girls that are watching this. <laughs> you go to Target and you start buying nonsense and you start buying all this stuff. Th- that could potentially be a bad habit. It it, so the rubble yeah. and the trash, that that can be it. That that can be, you know, uh, things that you might need to start switching and changing in your life uh, because it's going to bring frustration. It is frustrating to, you know, make a budget and then not have enough at mm-hmm. the end of the, of the month because you decided to spend too
0: much. Joey, yeah. I think um, I think you're a great example of somebody that waited uh-huh. and then saw the response of God. <laughs> like like for real, because because you you testified if you haven't seen Joey's testimony, go ahead and watch it. You've testified that you didn't, you weren't fully in into your apartment when you first got it. Like no. you didn't have everything. I had, ba- but basically nothing. <laughs> yeah. <and> then, but <laughs> out of nowhere, like it started happening. Right. Like,
2: yeah, God started just started providing. Yeah. 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 It is crazy. And and, and he did right. In, 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 yeah. uh, in, and and yeah. And and I like I think there was a balance that that I had that we need to have is like know when you're giving it your all, but know when you're giving too much. Like, when you're trying to push out your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And then th- th- at that point, you start to get fatigued and frustrated and all that stuff. I was doing everything I could, right? I was working my butt off. I was, I was doing full time. I put school to the side for a period um, so that I could pay the apartment. But I wasn't trying to, like, work, like, 80 hours a week. I wasn't, like, you know, I was working full time, getting my checks, paying the bills. But I was okay with the fact that I didn't have furniture yet. Right. That I had to use a, a foldable table and some foldable chairs to eat uh, my dinner on, or you know that I still had to use a dollar store uh, uh, plates and cups that you know somebody gave me, which I still I still use those most of the time, <laughs> right? They're actually pretty decent. Um, I was okay with that. Like I wasn't yeah. like, man, I need to have a cal- I need to have this all together. Right, right, right. I, I need to work like 60 hours this week to get it done, so I can you know like I wasn't doing that. I was doing, I was doing everything I could but i wasn't i also knew that i couldn't overstep and push myself too far or else like what like what was the point of this like i'm not gonna be able to enjoy my marriage enjoy my apartment you know spend time with my wife if i'm always working Mm -hmm. right like i can get all this furniture but what am i gonna do with it if all i'm doing is
1: working out the house so you don't enjoy the journey and then you end up at your final destination but you're gonna end up bitter and you're gonna end up Mm -hmm. you know uh dry. Yeah. And you're going to yep. end up spiritually dead, emotionally dead, emotionally drained. So it's like, it's really worth it? it. To me, it's not. So no. it, you're going to get frustrated and frustration will discourage you. How do we fight frustration is to reinforce your weak areas, reinforce your weak areas. So at one point you said, you know, you had to realize that you were, you know, trying to make it forcefully happen and i think that's an answer that i got to when i was fasting actually so it was something good that i was doing i was fasting so that god can move in our ministry and um the holy spirit literally ministered to my heart and said you're trying to force something that is due in my time Mm -hmm. so i was like all right let me step back a little bit because um there's something probably that I'm missing, and you know what I was missing? I was missing uh the, the, that uh, structure that that build up that character build up that happens during the time of waiting. So when we wait, our character should be getting built. Our the waiting season is not just waiting season. Is not. St- Standing stationary, not doing nothing. Yeah, that is not waiting season in in the eyes of waiting season is preparation. Waiting season is 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 you putting your dots together, putting your thoughts together, put putting your faith in line, so that when the provision comes and the blessing comes, you're able to steward it well.
0: Yep.
1: So that is what's happening in my life when when I was in that waiting season, even even when um when i had to take a break from renting because i wanted a house so i had to move in uh with somebody else in order for me to afford a house in the future did it feel good no it didn't it was uncomfortable because it it was not my place Mm -hmm. but i had to do what i had to do and then we ended up buying a house so it's it's like you need to learn and learn your weaknesses so that you can reinforce it. My one of my weaknesses that I still struggle until today is the fact that I want things immediate. Yeah. I want things fast. I have no patience for (laughs) for things that that take patience. Yeah. I think patience is like big, big thing
2: in this in this certain like when it comes to being frustrated and all that. I think patience. Like comes with waiting on God, right? Patience. Mm-hmm. Is humongous. Patience like,
0: is key,
2: and it's hard. It's yes. hard, especially like us. We're young, like especially when you're young, or if you're if you're a young guy watching, a young lady watching, you're in your teens, or you're a young adult. It's hard for us to be patient, man. Especially now that we got all these like TikTok and social media, yeah. and all of that everything's made to just satisfy your immediate needs. Yep. Exactly, content is just like less than a minute. 30 seconds, satisfied. Oh, look, look. I learned, oh, 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 my gosh. Right. Scroll, scroll. You're not, dating apps, just scroll right, left. I don't know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, everything's just like, now, give it, give it. Yeah. Da, 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 da. There's no patience mm-hmm. ingrained in us anymore, especially for the younger generations coming up. Like, it's going to be really hard to be patient. And it's something so important for us not to get frustrated um, with life in any aspect, really. Right. To not right. to just be able to wait and sit through the struggle and let it like give give it its due time to produce the beauty that it's going to produce in your life. Exactly. Right. And it's that that's it's it's so
1: important and it's, and it's getting really hard for us to yeah. do. Yeah. And and I I think that uh if you are feeling discouraged and frustrated. So, um especially with frustration, I think you need to you need to continue going to church if you do have a community, continue going because that's going to help you out a lot. Um good friends sharpen each other like iron that's a bible verse and then community and 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 being in communion with other brings good fruits i mean it's written in the bible uh in hebrews uh ten twenty five. you can read that verse but um it, it it encourages to continue meeting with believers because we experience encouragement yeah so for example there's been cases in the bible where I mean, in in, in my life where I have gone to church discouraged, I'm not going to lie. And I received a hug or I received a word from somebody that encouraged me and it allowed me to continue moving forward. So one of the things that you can do if you're feeling frustrated is number one, look at your weaknesses and look at the areas you need to reinforce. And number two, you know, do not, do not isolate yourself because typically that's the number one thing that yeah. we, we do, we isolate ourselves, but instead, you know, continue going, you know, to your local community, to your local church um, and um, yeah, yeah put people around you that will motivate you exactly but um
2: speaking of discouragement that kind of relates to the third one like failure yeah failure can really discourage us it can like yeah. a big time right
0: can you guys mention a time you guys have failed oh
1: yeah uh <laughs> multiple times
2: <laughs> all the time if,
1: uh, there was one that was mentioned earlier if you didn't pay attention um joey's first podcast failed it wasn't even a <laughs>
2: podcast it was like a I don't know what it YouTube was. channel it was just like a you know I guess it was vlogging, I don't know what it was really, but like goofy videos. Uh, yeah, that failed. That failed. <laughs> that definitely failed because I, mean, I didn't have the I didn't have the patience and I was putting too much weight on my shoulders.
0: If you guys, uh, if you guys get this video to five hundred likes, we'll, we'll we'll bring it out. <laughs> five hundred, yeah. We
2: know.
1: we will we will play an old video of Joy. Right. I mean, they're still out there.
2: (laughs) If you do the digging, you can probably find it.
1: But, um, yeah, I don't know. What about you? Um, Failure. So, I think career-wise, there's one time that um, I – there's something that happened and that it made me feel like a failure. I had to get a new job and it was a downgrade. Um, It was a downgrade from what I was having in the sight of my eyes. It was a downgrade what i didn't realize is that it was a transition so failure um you know sometimes can be a transition failure can turn into a transition in my life it did um i thought you know i'm like man what am i going to do um i lost this job i really wanted it i didn't get fired or anything um but it was just something that literally happened that was unexpected um and i thought i failed like my career, my you know, I was like I'm done. Um and I ended up making less and then God opens the door and now I have a job that paid like two, three times more than the one that I had. So it was like it was a transition. But I also failed. I, I guess I did fail too. Um when when I didn't have God in my life, I failed because I thought I could do it on my own. So I did make a promise that I would never step into a church that i would never go and seek god and seek for his help and i ended up in depression and in suicide mm-hmm. so that was a big failure you as want to hear well. about
2: that watch his testimony
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so I, I mean i can't recall any other failure i mean man i mean in a daily basis sometimes yeah i, I set certain goals and 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 i don't meet them so it's mm-hmm. like yeah
2: i mean i think i i mean well before you before you go real quick i mean in ministry i feel like you know, a lot of times we will feel like we failed. Yeah. Like we, we prepare so hard for maybe like, we're in youth ministry. So like maybe a youth event, right. And we we prepare so hard and then the day comes and maybe we feel like, you know, the, 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 the youth that showed up, didn't, they weren't touched the way we thought, you know, like we, oh, we put so much into this and then there's nothing. Right. Yeah. yeah, So we feel maybe it it wasn't a failure, like in actuality, in reality, right. Maybe something internal happened in them and it probably did. Right. But to our eyes, it felt like a failure because right. we didn't, we didn't see it and we can't realize it, but it, it sometimes it's that, that can discourage us that false sense of failure. Yeah. So that, that too, I don't know. I guess that's another side. Like yeah. when thinking it's a failure when it's really not like I, like you were
1: saying, right? Yeah. You thought it was a failure. You thought your career was done, but on the other side, it was a jump start. It was a transition. And I, I think that we are scared to fail. So we play it safe all the time. That's true. And so we don't take risk yeah it's scary, it's scary. It, it is I mean it, it's scary to start a podcast and fail because <laughs> yeah. you're spending money and you're spending time yeah it is scary to start a new career and fail it is scary to take a risk in your marriage and your in in ministry. It is scary to you know start new somewhere else so it's yeah failure we shouldn't be scared. A failure. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have a father that is with us and will will guide us through mm-hmm. all of this and, mm-hmm. and, and and we have the Holy Spirit as well that is gonna encourage us, that is gonna give us ideas. So I think it's important to note that if you do fail, if you feel like a failure right now, one of the things you can do is refocus on God. Bring mm-hmm. your focus back to God um in Nehemiah um there was anxiety there was failure and what they did is um it's that they refocused on God um i like how the verse was like do not be afraid of the enemy remember the lord who is great is with us so it's like you need to remember God and who he is in your life if you feel like a failure you need to remember what your identity is in christ and in god you need to remember the promises that were given to you through the bible and through you know his his word and and some of us have promises of ministry that has you know people people have been used by the holy spirit and 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 promises have been released through people onto your life and sometimes we feel like a failure because we don't see them come to light um, I have my two cents on that because it's a two-part thing. I think that the word is released and then you have to act on that word. You can't just sit around and, and pretend that it's going to magically happen. Yep. Like, yep. for example, if God says, I'm going to prosper you, what you think is you're going to prosper playing Fortnite every single night <laughs> or playing <laughs> Call of Duty? So it's like you need to also do your part. And uh, the good thing about Nehemiah is that the people did feel like failures they didn't want to work anymore and they refocus on god and then they started working again
2: mm-hmm
1: started working again
2: yeah i like nehemiah a lot too because it's like it's just about building a wall it's not some crazy miracle that god told nehemiah to do it's just building a wall rebuilding a wall which i feel like is very relatable to us in a real world sense because it's not like oh how how am i going to bring this this tower of fire down from the heavens you know it's just like how am i going to bring this to build this wall again
0: and it's not that nehemiah it's not that nobody told nehemiah to do it he just had a desire yeah he was a citizen of jerusalem And he knew that the walls of his hometown got destroyed, and he had that strong desire to do it. And thankfully, the king gave him letters and gave him authority. Go, Mm -hmm. go and do it.
2: And God worked in that situation, and you know, did his own little miracles, right? Just to build a wall. Yeah, you know, it's very relatable. But uh, I, I think we didn't hear uh, a failure of
0: yours. My failure, man. I got a lot of failures. (laughs) I got a lot of failures. I think one of the ones that till today has, um, has affected me, uh, and, um, thankfully now God has taken me to a, a place where I've gotten to understand how to get better at it. And, um, he's taken me out of that frustration that, well, what am I going to do? Um, it's finances, mm-hmm. finances. Uh, when, you know, when I was a teen, I made some very bad, very bad decisions, uh, trying to do good thing. You know, I just wanted to get started on something. I wanted to build credit. And, um, I, I thought that the best way of doing it is having a card and maxing it out, paying it, maxing it out (laughs) and paying it. And, um, I kept doing that. Where did you get that from? (laughs) I I read it online (laughs) and then I I kept doing that. Uh, the problem is it got out of hand. Mm -hmm. It got out of hand. Uh, I started buying things that I wasn't financially ready to pay. And then I got another card and another card and another card. And then it just started, it just started going crazy like that. Um, and then it, it just got me to a point where, you know, I'm, I'm young and I'm in debt that you're not supposed to be, you're not supposed to have at that age. So, uh, that, that kind of made me struggle a lot and, um, and career wise and job wise, because like, as I mentioned, I'm a mechanic. I initially wanted to work on cars. And the problem is when you're working on in the industry, it's not, it's the pay is not what you think. You know, you're not, you're not getting a guaranteed check it it all depends on how much work comes in but the problem with that is that if you already have debt or if you have bills you can't it's hard Uh that's kind of more of like if you're still at home with mom and dad and they're allowing you to grow in your career and develop i mean i'm young at that age i was young uh that's a good career to take because you have the time you have those months that those years to develop and knowledge and then eventually once you're like in your 20s you have so much knowledge that you're good at that career and you're making good income It takes time to make money as a mechanic, a car mechanic. So I couldn't get into it because of all the debt that I had. Uh, I tried other careers and I failed at them too because I didn't like them and uh, they weren't bringing the income that I wanted. Uh, And then one day I remember that one day that I applied to a job and it was a job that a brother from the church told me to apply to. He's like, it's a pretty stable schedule. They pay you well and you're not really doing anything crazy. Um, And it's like a good place to realign yourself. I remember I applied in that same that I, that day that I applied. I prayed and I told the Lord, Lord, I was serving in church in that time. I said, Lord, I want to serve you. I want to continue serving you. But I also need a job where I can fix my situation, where I can fix my, my finances. And um, I I don't want to stop serving you. That's what I told God. I don't want to hmm. stop serving you. Um, and then eventually they, they interviewed me and I got hired. And now I have a really good schedule and I was able to go to church. And that kind of helped me crawl out of my bad finance things that I did in the past. Until today, I'm still, you know, I'm not crawling out of it. Now I'm walking out of it because he put me in a way better mm. uh, place. And most importantly, he put me in a church in a family that, um, even though people have people have criticized all of the things, most of the things that we've always talked about, but it's because we're not your typical church. We nail it. We 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 go straight to the point, and we bring we bring scripture. We bring a a biblical teaching about it. And we're not afraid because we want to talk about what the Bible says. That's that's our base. Not of what a man says, but what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. So um, our family has has taught me. The church has taught me to put God first, even in my finances, to know that when I'm generous and when I give God sees that as something great and and God is able to prosper me and, and, and give me more than I need. All I need to do is not focus on that. Focus on him. And know that I got to surrender it all to him, including my finances. So, I, I can't serve my money. I can't serve the riches. I can't serve my bills. I can't serve my career. I got to serve him. And serving God means I surrender it all. Right. So, and, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, surrendering and all. Amen. Yeah. And I, I think I think that, um, thank you for sharing, by the way. I mean, I've, I think that cripples us because um, debt, it, it's dangerous. Um but um the other thing that that you mentioned is the having the ability to give which is a huge topic in church and mm-hmm. in the secular world so we're not going to get into it uh here that could be because a whole yeah, yeah that's that <laughs> yep. could be but god and money yeah in reality i mean god over money that's the only that's yes. the only thing that is compared to a god in the bible yeah what is yep. it, mammon mammon yeah mammon. Yep. so and and then the other hand too we give not because we we are forced to give, but we give because it, it the, comes out of our gratefulness of our heart. Our, yeah. It, it comes out of our heart and our gratefulness out of our heart. It, it comes in from a happy place. We give with enjo- enjoyment. We give with excitement. We don't right. give, Oh, say I have to do this because it is written. No, uh-huh. I give because mm-hmm. I know that I have a father that is blessed me beyond my imagination. Mm-hmm. But, um, Anyways, we are going to continue moving forward. So to, to, to start closing this. So discouragement, right? Uh, discouragement because you are fatigued, frustrated, or you might be discouraged because of failure. And there's another discouragement, the discouragement of fear. If you mm-hmm. have fear, you can become very discouraged as well. Um, the tricky thing with fear that many people don't realize is that it paralyzes you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fear is will paralyze you it's like almost like a poison like it's slowly killing you it's killing your future it's killing your relationship you know some people have failed in their past relationships so they are afraid to start a new one some people have failed in their past career so they're afraid to take a new leap some people have failed in i don't know opening a business so they're afraid to open a new business so what what ends up happening is that you end up in a stationary place some people have failed in ministry and end up sitting on a bench for the rest of their life. So fear will paralyze you. And, and I think that's the ultimate plan sometimes of the enemy to implant so much fear in you that you're not allowed to make a move. Yeah. That you aren't able to move for a better future, for, a, for, for your calling, for, you know, some people are afraid that they, they're going to be criticized. And even here, men criticize all you want. <laughs> We're not scared. Uh, We're going to keep going. I, I don't care about what, you know, the criticism. Um, or, you know, some people are afraid that people are going to talk bad about them, mm-hmm. are going to talk, uh, you know, th- about them. Yeah, so What, it's I, what like, I've seen
2: a lot is is people are afraid to make friends. They're made, for, they're like, especially p- kids that move around a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. They're really afraid to make new friends. Because have of have new attachment. friendships. Because they don't want to lose them or they don't want to, you know, lose their new, whatever. They don't get too attached. Mm-hmm. and I, I, that's one that i think is like so like man like I, I, that's like that's a fear that's really holding you back from creating good yeah. friendships that can bless you in in that moment yeah you mm-hmm. know even if it's not meant to be a friendship that lasts you for a long time mean you're there you're there now and, and you have people around you that can bless you you know let them bless you yeah
1: you know make friendships there's nothing wrong with having seasonal friends mm-hmm. i i've had some that friends that are just for a season i'm serious i mean even in ministry it's like some people come by and they're, and they're almost like god sent there's like they just come and then they just leave
0: um some of them i'm like okay maybe it was better
1: <laughs> but, but <laughs> elijah uh,
0: elijah was a seasonal friend explain because he was only there for a moment for his pupil well, i'm I'm sorry i don't know if it's elisha eliseo say you say it? elisha, elisha. elisha so elijah elisha was only with Elisha for a season. That's true. And then Elijah was raptured. <laughs> raptured, yeah. But then Elisha stepped in and, and took the role into who he really was gonna be. Mans was only taking care of uh of um of bulls, of calves in the in his father's field before Elijah arrived. And then he was only with him for a season and then once Elijah left then he became the prophet. Mm. So he's right so you can have seasonal friends. Mm-hmm it just depends uh who is that friend
1: yeah yeah and in in nehemiah the people stopped building as well because they were afraid of the enemy so it paralyzes you i'm not i'm not gonna stop saying this fear paralyzes you and that's a dangerous situation to be in you do not want to be a person that is completely paralyzed and not making moves because Mm -hmm. you're afraid um and unfortunately uh fear will debunk and will destroy your dreams because you are not going to be able to take the leap of faith uh it can destroy your ministry because you're not going to be able to take it to the next level so there's a lot of things that play into this so um there is you know um something that we have to overcome and that's that that's the the holy spirit helps us overcome fear um and the promises and refocusing on God it's going to help you overcome fear is there is there any particular situations that you guys were in that you were like afraid of i guess and then it, it the outcome was good outcome i can go first i was afraid of ministry i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> you would, yeah Um, uh, when i i guess so completely honest i'm gonna be bluntly honest it was not in my mind or in my desires to do ministry when I first started, I was I was in the moment where Kevin was saying that I wanted to serve, but not have a title. Let me rephrase that. I didn't. I was not. My desire was not to have a title. Mm-hmm. I did like leader, not right? want a title. I wanted to serve you without want to be like the an title. Usher, you know. Just yeah. Help, put, help
2: set up. Help put the yeah. stuff away. You know. You didn't want to yeah. <laughs> not have
1: the title. Yeah, you didn't want people to be dependent on you. You right. didn't want to have that weight so then um you know the, the opportunity comes and i'm there and I, I took a leap of faith i was afraid that i was gonna fail and uh to a certain point i feel like i have i have had my failures and my my upbringings um so it's all part of the journey i learned to be content and i learned to you know relied on the holy spirit and in and, and god and and the promises that he has given me so it's like um it paralyzes you but one thing that i was afraid of and that actually wasn't that bad was ministry i mean it's hard i'm not gonna lie to you it's one of the hardest things that i ever no, yeah, uh, I was... you know have experienced and to this point it's it's still hard dealing with people is extremely hard um and then dealing with other people as well that work with you can become complicated as well
2: yeah um i could say um for me, I can give one that was pretty recent. Um, uh, recently, like right now, I lead the the youth worship uh, at our church, right? So, you know, I kind of head our team. Kevin's part of it. We got some singers, guitar player, drummer. Um, so I'm in charge of that. And recently, over the past two worship nights, right, I sang for the first time. For the first time now. I have never sang in front of people my entire life. And I've been playing music since I was like, technically since I was like eight or nine, right? Or 10 or something like that. Right, yeah. Technically. Never sang. And as, especially when I was young, I was afraid. Like I was so like, like, bro, what if they think I sing like crap? You know, what, what if I just sing really bad or something? I don't know. I was afraid. Right. And um, I don't know why. I just felt like, I felt like I needed to help out my singers a little bit. Like I think they need a little support. Like something to encourage them and push them to really like come out of their, get out of their comfort zone, get out of their, come out of the box the, out of their shell, and just break out and just like really worship, you know what I'm saying? And so um, I decided like maybe maybe I'll just sing and I'll do it and I'll I'll um I'll put myself out there and I'll sing, but I was a little nervous. I'm not gonna right, lie, because you know, I I honestly don't have that nice. I'm not like your Mariah Carey singer. I don't even have a. I don't even Margaret have a high pitch. Carry. Like I'm not even. I'm not Bruno Mars. I'm not none of them people. I'm right. not no, even, he's more like
0: Chandler Moore.
2: No, nah, not even Chandler. Right? <laughs> not even Chandler. Like my voice is low. You know, I don't have a high voice, which is the, the the more common sound you hear when when you hear a singer or some pop singer singing. They they're usually guys or, or ladies with higher voices. Right. Right. That's just the trend, I guess. I I don't have that, um, and so I was a little nervous, but I did it and. I don't even think I did that good of a job, but apparently apparently it was very good. Apparently it was very effective. And I even saw it myself because when I started trying to come out of my comfort zone in the moment, it even, you know, my singers, they started to do it as well. They followed me into coming out of that comfort zone, into trying to do a little spontaneous worship, into trying to, you know, just do their own thing. And um, um, even just that, like, I was like, man. It really worked. And then afterwards, people came up and told me, like, man, you did really good. Or this man yeah. was saying, I got the anointing to David. You exaggerating me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it, it's something that I
1: did experience during that worship night. It's uh, When you start singing, I, I mean, I was shocked of how good you sounded. Not, I mean, not that I was expecting you to sound bad. Uh, why, don't, why don't you show us a little sample right now? No. But, <laughs> <I know. laughs> but uh, no. if you want to hear Joey sing, there is a song out that he sings oh. yeah uh yeah, there is, there a, is a song that is it's out in in youtube isn't it uh yeah, yeah, and right, right. in uh, spotify. spotify and we'll put uh, the link down there it's a coverage cover. yeah, put the link down there man <laughs> we'll, uh, I guess we'll put the link. but uh yeah the, the 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 that worship night um yeah i heard you and uh it was really good um uh, you know i uh felt a lot of peace Um, when you started singing because you started singing about you know um the goodness of god and um miracles and and it kind of it reminded me it brought it brought me back to all the good things that god was has done in my life so it it brought peace to my to my heart so yeah fear is going to paralyze you and then when you take the leap of faith you don't know what impact that's going to have in others yeah. so in in your situation in your case it was able to bless other able,
2: people yeah. and and another thing that was always in my heart when I was contemplating this too is that I don't need to have the best voice right to bless to be a blessing to others yeah. right I, I, that's always something I've kind of wanted to instill in not just my singers but in in, in the congregation is that mm-hmm. you don't need to have it all together to sing or to worship or to yeah. serve right and um, I've always kind of wanted to lead by example that way and that was always in my heart like well i don't need to have the perfect voice to 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 lead a song because right. it's not about how good i sing if anything what's more effective is how much do i worship with my heart like yeah. how much am i really actually worshiping how much am i like am i just singing or am i really worshiping right 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 right, right. you know yeah. and that that's the more important part and that was always kind of like in my heart and i kind of like you know i was a little fearful and nervous but it kind of pushed me like it's okay you know i don't need to have that that super nice voice
0: yeah. it, was fire. It, <laughs> it was fire it was
1: really good yeah um so to to wrap up real quick just to give you a uh rundown i guess uh of things so things that can make you discouraged is fatigue uh frustration failure fear Worst. how to huh four f's four f's yeah the four (laughs) f's of your life that can uh, bring discouragement fatigue frustration failure fear how can you defeat this uh is by resting your body uh reinforcing my weak areas and refocusing on god so just keep that in mind please take a deep breath right now you're doing awesome. You're doing great. Keep pushing forward. Continue to believe in the promises that God has spoken over your life. Continue moving forward. God is with you. I feel like somebody needs to hear this. Yes. Mm-hmm. God Matthew, is bro. with you. Lord told, Jesus Have told faith. them, I will be with you till the end
2: of the age. Right. I love that verse. I don't know. Why. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> right. Um and pick up your Bible, man. Um start start meditating how, how do you start your day i don't know how what's the first thing that you do during the, as soon as you wake up what do you do do you pick up your phone and start looking at instagram and then you look at a life that you cannot afford and can't have or do you open up your bible and start reading the promises and the peace that god can give you and it sets you up for a more successful day rather than yeah. Than than you being frustrated because you're looking at these models and you're looking mm-hmm. at this family that sometimes ninety nine point nine percent of the time is fictional. It is all a setup in in uh, Instagram. Yeah. You're looking at other people having vacations and then you're wondering why am I not on vacation? Yeah. Keep in mind
2: what you what are you feeding your eyes, your soul? You exactly. Know, what are you putting in your mind? You know, are you putting the Word of God? Are you putting prayer? Or are you putting, you know unreal unreal expectations
1: (laughs) yeah and i I can speak on this because i'm not gonna lie i went to a season where i was frustrated and i was discouraged one of the reasons why i started uh speaking about discouragement in our youth group is because i was going through it so i started doing my research started relying on the bible and uh what you don't understand too at, at, at sometimes is that your pain can help others your your like your situation can help others you can start seeking the Lord and that will open up the the, the way to help others so um I was f- extremely frustrated I was discouraged and i decided to believe God and I did some drastic changes i mean i've I, I, even into like my i guess physique and uh, fitness journey that i've gone through <laughs> he said he took ruslan's uh, advice. He, i took ruslan's <laughs> advice uh yeah that's one, one person that i used to watch was ruslan and he talked about you know physical health and all and all of that and, and he talked about how you start your day so um i was one of those guys that would uh that would try to i guess uh find shortcuts like how do i wake up early and i watched so many videos of how do i wake up Early? How can I be part of the 5 a.m. group? You want to know the secret? Go to sleep early. I'm not even trying to do that, bro. I don't even try to, that, <laughs> even try that, to wake up that early. That—that that is no. I actually—I uh, mean, I do on a daily basis. I wake up um, between five and five thirty uh, to go to the gym, and mm-hmm. uh, it has you, you created. Crazy. No, it has created good fruits in my life. It has created good fruits. I just do it to go to work.
0: That's just my regular schedule. For real, yeah. I got to be there at 6, so I got to get up between 5 and 5.30. No, but
1: uh, you got to build good habits. I mean, you got to wake up. What is the first thing that you do? So for me, you know, um, I, I could be reading a book or I could be reading the Bible. On the way to the gym, I actually play worship music. And then while I'm running and doing the treadmill or warming up, I'm actually doing something that is related to either uh, ministry or like, you know, defeating my soul. Like I'm doing either a Bible plan, I'm doing uh, a book or I'm doing uh, verses, um, memorizing verses or listening to worship music. That's what I do to warm up on the way to the gym. And when I wake up, uh, I try to at least, you you know, thank God, do a small prayer and then head, you know head over my my day um the way you start your day has a lot to do with how your day goes mm-hmm. so i know um uh, something rick warren said
2: i know rick warren some people don't like him but you know take the good leave the bad rick. um <laughs> Rick. he i know I remember one thing he says that uh when he wakes up he'll always start the day with like the first thing he says before he steps off the bed is like lord um may i know you more today mm-hmm. like if you if if, if you if you want to you know, improve that part of your life. How you start your days? Yeah, you know, just start with something small, just like a, just a quick sentence to God. You know, just God, Lord, I want to know You more today. And then you get up out of bed, or something right? Like that. You know, something small. Just start off. Yeah, at least.
1: Yeah. So, advice that we can give if you're discouraged, you know, start reinforcing your weak areas, um, rest your body, uh, rely on God, start focusing on God, mm-hmm. and, and have
2: good people around you to help you do that. Yeah, it's, it's hard. If yes. you, you know, if you like, have
1: any advice, put it on a comment, please. Yeah. Like Kevin was saying, like this podcast, you know, if if yeah. it was
2: just one of us, it would it would be a lot harder. But we got we got I got my brother Jerry, got my brother Kevin
1: here to, to encourage me, <laughs> yeah. you know, when I'm feeling down. Yeah. So And we do, we we hold ourselves accountable. Um we text each other and yeah. Yeah,
0: just and don't follow the the shenanigans that you hear about, about these <laughs> people, you know. You get man- that shenanigans from know, Jerry manifest it. <laughs> You know oh, all yeah, this no, manifestation no, no. crap. No, um, that's new age. No, you know, no. just 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 think about yourself. Focus on your heart. Focus on your mind. Like all this stuff that uh, is all self-centered, selfish. Um, isolate yourself. Go three months without talking to nobody and just focus on you. Like all this, all this selfishness. I don't, I don't recommend you to go for it because number one, you were not created to be alone. Because if not, the Holy Spirit wouldn't be here. So you're not, you're not created to be alone. Uh, you're created to uh, to serve the Lord, to love the Lord, and to, for the Lord to love you. Um, so you can't you can't focus on uh, being emotionless, being isolated, being cold. Uh, trust me, I I tried to go on a on a on a <laughs> on a three month journey of just being cold and being alone, not caring about nothing but no nobody but myself, and it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. It makes you numb to good things. It makes you numb to good feelings. It makes you numb to actually being happy. Um, It's not a good thing. Um, The Bible actually says, do not copy the behaviors and the customs of this world. Mm. Don't, 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 don't copy that. Don't copy Mm. that behavior. But he says, but let God transform you. Let Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. So don't follow the customs of all these other people in the world that don't serve God, that don't love Jesus, that don't have the Holy Spirit, that, you know, they got money, but in the process of them getting all that money, they lost a lot of things that make them a human. Right. They lost a lot of things that mm-hmm. connect them to God because they simply just, they just wanted the money. Uh, stop focusing on the materialistic things. Yeah. Materialistic things will drive you into a path of thinking that you're do, actually doing good thing. And just know that when you die, all that stuff is going to stay here. And what proceeds on is only your soul. And the only thing that proceeds on with your soul is the relationship you had with God. Because then in heaven, that determines whether he's going to say, go ahead, my son, come in, or I didn't know you. So, uh, take your eyes away from all those materialistic things. Mm -hmm. What good is it to gain the world but lose yourself? Exactly. And uh, just know that if you don't have, when you focus on him, he makes sure that he makes a way for you to have. Um, God is God that he knows what we need. Amen. He knows exactly what we need. He knows what we don't have. He knows whether it's something that you really need or you just really want. He knows if it's gonna bless you. All he's asking you is to trust him. If he knows that by getting what you want is gonna take you down a wrong path, I'm sure he's gonna say, you know what? Let me not let him have it, because he wants what's best for you. So uh, those four Fs of, of um, are 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 very important, and uh, I hope that uh, somebody along the line takes this and. It helps them defeat discouragement. And if you're a pastor, if you're a minister, if you're an evangelist, or if you're just a youth and you're in the path of of, of the Lord and, you know, you're feeling discouraged, uh, feel free to talk to somebody about it. You know, though that you're not the only one, you know, a lot of important ministers out there, they get discouraged. They really do. But um, it's all about who you're surrounding yourself with and what you focus on daily
1: yeah in in uh here moral of the story in uh not moral of the story but look at the story of nehemiah everything the the enemy took got returned got returned because nehemiah didn't didn't show up empty-handed nehemiah was sent by the king himself with resources with uh with people to work with. So it it was not like, oh, go build the wall. No. When God provides, when God sends you, he will open up the way and he will provide. Trust me. Everything that the enemy took will be given back. Um, so yeah, you heard it here. We this I feel like this is has been a a great conversation. So if you've been blessed by it, please hit that like, share, comment, um, subscribe if you haven't, but yeah, I love, you know, sharing these conversations with you guys and with you guys. Um, so help us continue doing this by hitting that like button and the comment. But we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah. Support us on Patreon. Yep. So God bless and stay strong. I don't know if you guys have anything else to add, but it's been a pleasure. I think
0: it's, I'm good. Been, it's been a pleasure. And uh, we probably always say like and share this. And uh, you always hear Joey say the Patreon real quick. (laughs) So I just want to say, I want to say real solidly, help us on that Patreon because we do want to expand to other platforms. Uh, We're looking in the future, we'll probably be on Spotify, we'll probably be on Apple Music, who knows? Some of you prefer just to hear us rather than watch us because you don't have that YouTube premium where you could lock your phone and then just listen (laughs) to us. So some of you have Spotify already you prefer to hear us. So when you support us on there, you give us that ability to later on go to those platforms. And we're believing that God is going to take this. and He's going to expand it and make it more because our focus is not on getting riches. Like we don't care about riches. We're good with where God has us. And we know that whatever we need, God is going to provide. So what we want is to bless people, help people bless the church, bless the youth. And uh, we know that it's going to go even further. You know, other ministries are going to spring out through just probably watching a video of ours. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know if somebody was, was thinking about, you know, deleting themselves tomorrow. But they watched one of our videos and they said, you know what? It's it's worth me trying, God. It's worth me trying, Jesus. And um,
2: yeah, we don't know what seeds are going to be planted.
0: Exactly. We, we just don't know. So we do this because we want to bless others. And we're trusting that the Lord is going to manifest in ways that many of you guys think is not possible through that screen. So uh, give us that support. Yep. Yep.
1: Amen. Stay blessed. Stay strong. Peace. 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 Rocky, needs to get the heck out. Bro, of
2: him, he was. Bro. A- oh, wow. <laughs> Man, was he like, started doing it the first time. I was like, oh, "What God. is he doing? Yeah. Is he okay?" He was licking his anus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then he got tired. And, he was a- and then he had to catch his breath. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what he was doing. Yeah, we're talking about you. Eso del diablo. Yo te voy a decir que esa camisa no no no
0: Tú de descarreado, siervo. Una 115 mil veces. Yo me estoy transformando.
1: Yo siento la dimensión de gloria. mi padre.
0: Siento gloria, siento power, siento unción.
1: Yo siento lluvia. Are we I recording? <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's do it.